The Department of Justice believes that opposing COVID restrictions could be an indicator of terrorism. Megan Rapoport's teammates claim that she bullied others into kneeling. Pelosi on the Taliban, when they get US military equipment, she says, this is what happens when you withdraw. We're gonna go over footage of the Taliban taking over a park as they earn sympathy points from the left. And we go over the complete delusions of the left and how they're living in a completely different reality. We'll get to all this and more in just one second. Please drop a like, subscribe, post notifications on new video every single day. Now, these episodes of this podcast have been getting demonetized a lot because it, we're talking about, you know, the Taliban and what's going on. So uh, a lot of these episodes have been, have been getting demonetized. So if you do support me, if you do support the show, please become a Patreon member. Please, um, if you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, become a channel member. That gra- I'm, I greatly appreciate that, and it supports me and helps me keep doing what I'm doing. So let's get right into this. So the Department of Justice believes that opposing COVID restrictions could be an indicator of terrorism. If you're reading this article, you might be considering a terrorist threat by the Department of Homeland Security. Someone tweeted out, while the DHS is playing climate cop and trying to... uh, Designate the majority of American citizens actual terrorists are busy planning their next phase. The Daily Caller reported the U.S. Department of Homeland Security issued a warning Friday that individuals who opposed to the COVID-19 related restrictions should be a terrorist threat. The National Terrorism Advisory System issued a bulletin warning of possible terrorist threats ahead of the 20th anniversary of the December 11th attacks. The bulletin warns that domestic terrorists and uh, the individual groups engaged in grievance-based violence could strike. However, the bulletin warns that threats of attacks are exacerbated by the impact of the global pandemic, including grievances of public health, safety measures, and perceived government restrictions. Now, I can't think of at least one time where a group of unvaccinated people or a group of, not just unvaccinated people, a group of people who are against vaccines um, and pro-freedom, I don't know the last time where they actually did an actual terror attack, especially if it came to something with 9-11. Though, typically, typically, the people who would be at that 9-11 memorial, the people who don't even want Biden to show up and say anything on that day because of the disasters that he's causing, typically, those are the group of people, a group of people who, who, who support our flag, who think you know, that was a devastating time in American history, uh, typically the most vocal of that crowd. I, one could assume that they would be more on lines of against mandatory vaccines and COVID restrictions. That's that type of crowd. And I doubt that they're going to go and bomb their own, their own audience. Does not make sense at all. This is just the Biden administration trying to make us, people who are against mandatory forced vaccinations, to be out to be the enemy. It seems almost fanatic that the U.S. government is considering a person of possible threat simply by deviating from the current administration's agenda. Public health and safety measures, measures, measures and perceived government restrictions is also an incredibly vague term. Does this include vaccine mandates that are instituted in L.A. and New York? Uh, the new DHS terrorism advisory is not based on any actual threats or plots. It suggests that Americans who oppose vaccine mandates are potential threats. These restrictions rob the American people of free will and it creates a social class system based on an injection. A, any U.S. citizen in their right mind should oppose this. Does this make them a terrorist? Clearly not. Terrorism is want, is wanting to perceive free will and not allowing an injection to determine human rights? Question mark. That's the thing. 
If you are going against this in administration, you are a threat. You are an enemy. They're going to make a list of you. We are literally every single day, it seems like, every time the Biden administration does something or even anything coming out of the big government right now, it seems like we're inching closer and closer to full-on complete gulags. Apparently, in Australia, I just saw a video, haven't confirmed it yet, but they have been shipping off people into their own gulags. Uh, not not actual gulags, people who are perceived to be sick and unvaccinated. They're they're actually taking away. They're taking them out of their houses. Um, luckily, we have we still have you know guns here, boom boom sticks. Um, so that we probably won't get to that. Maybe in Los Angeles, maybe. <laughs> but the problem is they're going to have in in places like Chicago where there are no guns. If they go and try to take people out of their homes, it's just going to turn into a, a gang a gang riot. So good luck doing that. So the pink-haired feminist anti-American soccer player who is kneeling for the flag in the Olympics, uh, a former teammate of Megan Rapinoe, claims that she bullied others into kneeling. Megan Rapinoe is now famous for kneeling with most of the U.S. soccer team during the, te- uh, the Tokyo Olympics. But this story may, ha- may be more vile, vile than it appears at face value. One of Rapinoe's former teammates, Hope Solo, has come forward and claimed that she would bully her fellow players into kneeling. The Daily Caller reported that Solo and Rapinoe spent several years together at USWNT, and the former goalie isn't overly impressed with the national anthem protests that have swept through the team. In fact, Solo was also removed from the team in 2016 before kneeling consumed the sport. Thinks Rapinoe pushed players to do it. I've seen Rapinoe almost bully players into kneeling, Solo said. She went on and explained that she believes kneeling during the national anthem is divisive and alluded that Rapinoe was pushing her beliefs on others. I think rhetoric surrounding the team uh, has both divisive and, and inclusive. I think it's kind of where we are in politics in this day and age. Someone tweeted out, Megan Rapinoe is a disgusting pink-haired bully. Uh, Megan's actions appeared purely performative. Kneeling during the national anthem is often viewed as a signal that America has some systematic discriminatory practice. This would mean that America is evil. I, I find it absolutely completely funny that she goes out there, kneels for the national anthem, becomes a raging feminist, raging liberal, super libtard, and what, what does she get in return? It seems like incredibly profitable. You know, she got, she got the play in the Olympics. She got a, a, a Subway brand deal. And I'm sure she's got tons of other deals. Oh, Victoria's Secrets, all these things that she does not qualify for and should not get and has never earned, she is getting because corporations want to earn woke points. And she's using that to her advantage, and it's starting to blow up in her face. I think she's getting canceled off of the subway stuff because too many people were complaining. I mean, nobody's going to even care for her in Victoria's Secrets. That's going to be an ugly, disgusting mess. Yeah, you can't put 10 out of 10 models up there with this disgusting human being. Uh, let's read. Uh, Megan, however, has spoken at the White House. That's another thing. She spoke at the White House. So much for the oppression. Impression. It's like, hey, Megan Rabinow, we don't like, we don't not like, like, <laughs> I want to phrase this properly. We don't like you, and it has nothing to do with you being a female at all. It has to do with your actions as an individual. Hope, Hope what is her name? Hope Solo? Is that, is that a real name? It sounds like a Star Wars character. Hope Solo. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I like her. She's a woman. I like her. I I will give her my dollar. Uh, Why would someone who views America and the government as evil evil represent her in an athletic competition? 
or speak at a seat of the government. Woke points. This administration, this government, uh, which is owned and controlled by the establishment elites, partially by Russia, uh, Russia and China as well, uh, they want to promote America's evil, America's bad, and they're probably just going to start selling off American assets, uh, but nobody will care. They don't want anyone to care because they want you to think America is evil. The U.S. withdrawal left tens of billions of dollars worth of U.S. military equipment in the hands of the Taliban. There were helicopters, guns, ammunition. How much has that raised the threat of future terrorist attacks, this well-armed Taliban? Well, I do. First off, that's a, a great question by the mainstream media on Nancy Pelosi. And listen to how she answers this. I believe that the president's decision was based on one that reduced uh, the prospect of any attack on our homeland. And the president has made it very clear to the Taliban and the assault. I'm sorry, I got to pause this and, and react to it so it doesn't get flagged and we can get the news out there to you guys. She's literally saying what Biden did was is to reduce the attack on American land. Meanwhile, literally terrorists have billions and do billions of dollars worth of military equipment. On any American entity or person would be met uh, forcefully. So the, this is what happens when you withdraw. You, some stuff, some equipment is left there. It was thought that that would be used. Uh, it was hoped that it mm -hmm. would be used by the uh, Afghan military to defend its own country. The fact that it did not and could not was all more the reason for us to leave. It was just more of the reason for them to leave. The fact, the fact that they could, it, it's almost like she completely admits to the fact that the Afghan military did not was not equipped, was not trained enough, could not handle the Taliban forces moving in. And that's why we left, because they couldn't handle it. And that's why we left the equipment there and the military equipment there, because that's just, you know, they couldn't use it. So, why, so if you knew that, why would you leave it there? Why would you have no plan of, of transferring this over to the Afghan military and making sure, hey, military, we're going to start leaving, you know, like Trump's plan. We're going to start leaving a little here and there. You know, we're going, to, we're going to start getting out. If you need our help, you know, call us. We're going to leave this here for you. You got us on speed dial. You, them having America on speed dial should be more than enough to <laughs> keep the Taliban away and making sure that uh, uh, the Afghan military, I guess, is, is well-equipped at the very least. But she says, this is what happens when you withdraw. You know, just leave it there and de dip the damn out, out of there. And then, oh, well, you know, that's just what happens. Duh. That's just what happens. You know, when you withdraw from a country, you just leave billions of dollars worth of equipment there. That's just what happens. You know, how, how long before we see Predator drones start flying and attacking our allies now? So, House Speaker faces criticism for discussing the reports that Taliban uh, possess billions of dollars of U.S. military equipment claims. it. This is, this is literally, I'm sure you guys remember of Iron Man, the, the first Iron Man movie. He gets blown up somehow. With his own equipment, his own military equipment, in, in like the first 10 minutes of the movie. Questioning, how did it get there? Selling it to the terrorists, his partner. Very, very similar situation. That the terrorists are getting a hold of our A1 military equipment. It's going to be used against us. It's going to be used against our allies, that's for sure. It's going to, it's definitely in power. We just, like, what Biden just did made the Taliban... A, kind of a force to be reckoned with over there. In an interview, like even if we were to go out there right now and, and just take things back, it will be met with a lot more. I mean, we'll probably just carpet bomb them maybe, but I mean, we'll have a lot more to go up against now. 
Not 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 a bunch of people with AK-47s living in the sand anymore. They're running around in our Humvees. And it, uh, let's see. The fact that it did not and could not was all the more reason for us to leave. Insane. Someone, a representative tweeted out, uh, there's no way to hide it. The situation in Afghanistan is another shame on this administration. Withdrawal is never going to be easy, but it didn't need to come to this. The U.S. must do everything in its power to help other partners and allies to safely and protect our national security. Many lawmakers, including Democrats, are condemning Biden's decisions. Thousands of Americans have been stranded, left in Afghanistan. Complete and utter disaster by the Biden administration. I mean, hey, this, this Afghan war started and ended in a very similar way. I mean, it, it only seems fitting for it to end this way. And, and, and I don't mean that in a good way, obviously. So up on screen, I have footage of the Taliban. Uh, they took over an amusement park, and they're riding around on bumper cars. And uh, this is, honestly, this is quite disturbing footage to see this, to see these people out there uh, riding around in amusement parks that were completely abandoned because people had to flee the country due to Biden's actions, something that was once turning into a more, I guess, prosperous place, something more first world. You know, this, this is first world stuff. Being able to have the luxury to uh, go on an elliptical and work out in a weight room is something, it's nice to see. You know, you're starting to enter more into the first world, and then you just see footage of them all doing such because it was completely abandoned by people and they're having fun, uh, you know, doing things. They, they clearly don't know how to do many of these things. And what disturbs me, not just the footage, is that this is actually garnering sympathy points with many people on the left. I'm going to go to one message. I, I don't know if this guy is actually in support of what's going on, uh, but this seems to be the general consensus of people on the left. Um, I would say probably still the minority of people on the left are, 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 are gaining sympathy. Someone said, this happens when you spend all your childhood in war and misery, and when you first ever experience something like this, your inner child reacts and craves to fulfill its desires. It seems funny, but deep down, it's very sad and depressing. Those, those poor terrorists, you know, are, you know, taking children away. Those poor terrorists making families run for their lives, beheading people, killing people, all in the name of Islam. Jeez. Those poor people. Those poor people. <laughs> Someone said, why do Pakistanis always come to support terrorists? <laughs> oh, man. And that seems to be a, a general consensus amongst the left of the people who, who are getting sympathy points uh, from these videos. I would say it's probably still a minority. It's probably just the the... The radical lefts on Twitter that are getting – someone says this is sad. Shows how mo most of them didn't have a childhood. Like most of us went straight to the Taliban. It ain't their fault, to be honest, but sad. I'm telling you, if this didn't mean there would be millions of people suffering a despicable government, it would be really enjoying to watch this. It's like one of those movies where – you know what? That's the thing. You know what? I bet you that there were children who originally had – their first time at an amusement park after living in hell, hell that was created by the Taliban. And I, and I bet you, when America came in and helped do whatever happened, I really don't know. Don't really, uh, when it comes to foreign policy, especially in the past, that's not something that I'll be completely honest with you, don't have the biggest opinions on. But I bet you there was a day 
where there was an innocent kid whose family was running from the Taliban, had their moment where they could go on a bumper car or go to an amusement park and enjoy and be a child because they felt safe and they were in a protected area thanks to the U.S. government. And now it's all been taken away, completely taken away by selfish virgins who just want to destroy, conquer, and rule and make people's life a living nightmare. So don't really got much much more to say about that. It, it's, it's sad. It's sad watching that the left could make memes out of this in support, making it fun. This is this is this is pure evil. These are evil people. For them to have fun and enjoy their childhood, they had to take it away from others. Selfish evil. I mean, it doesn't. It, it, it makes perfect sense coming from the left um, to support that because the left clearly, we all know, uh, when it comes to COVID, they don't care about your kids. They will make your kids forcefully wear masks. They'll make sure your kids do not have a childhood in order to make themselves feel safe, themselves feel protected. They'll, you know, abort babies to make themselves feel better. Make, it makes perfect sense coming from the selfish left. And when you, take, when you take away from someone else to make yourself feel better, that's something that the left always does. And it seems like it's something that they clearly have been supporting. I'm about to show you the complete and utter delusions of the people on the left. Now, this was sent to me. This was a DM that I got after I was making posts about, you know, what was going on in, with, with, with Biden's decision uh, in Afghanistan. And this is what they said to me. You realize Trump was the one who negotiated with the Taliban over Afghanistan without Afghans even being present when it's their country. Biden was attempting to pull, pull out of a hole that Trump dug. This war has been going on for 20 years, and America knew that the Taliban would attempt to take over Afghanistan, but not overnight. Biden sh uh, should own up to his decision and help get Afghans out of the country, which is the right thing to do. If you don't want refugees, then maybe Republicans shouldn't have created the refugees in the first place. Trump is the worst president in history and clearly does not care one, care one, but I think they meant to say do not care about Afghanistan when negotiating with the Taliban. Now young girls are being raped and forced to marry Taliban. Biden is attempting to fix Trump's mistake. And I responded, LOL, are you actually this delusional? Trump had a plan to leave. Biden dropped out and left tens to hundreds of thousands of dollars to die. It was a disastrous move by Biden, no way around it. And LOL, this is not a taking in refugees debate, but I see you're trying to deflect, expect it. And are you really this delusional to not see that hundreds of thousands of refugees were literally created in one order by Biden? Do you really not see that? Are you this dense? Now, this is the thing. This is the, it's like almost like she tried to shove all the CNN talking points into one message. This has nothing to do with taking in refugees and whether you support to take in refugees or not. Me personally, no. I don't think we should take in any refugees, especially not from this because the, the Taliban is going to use it. What we're going to see is increased terror attacks all over Europe. That is a guaranteed thing that we're going to see now because they're going to be coming in through these refugee migrant waves. Regardless, her excuse for this is, she says, this is a mess Trump got us into. This was a war started 20 years ago. So was Trump president 20 years ago? Is Trump president now? The answer is no and no. There was a, it was a, this, 
the Afghan war, regardless, this is not about whether we should be in, this, in, that, in Afghanistan or not. This is all about how we left. It's not about if we should leave. This is about how we left. Trump had an actual plan, and when Trump was instituting his plan, we saw that there was no problems. Soon as Biden comes in, one stroke of a pen, immediately overnight, displacing millions of people, leading to what she said. But somehow that's Trump's fault. Well, Biden was just trying to fix Trump's mess. How? By creating the biggest mess we've seen in, in recent years? In the last decade or two, this is literally going down in history as one of the biggest disasters ever created when it comes to foreign policy. How many disasters can we deal with in this era? Normally, disasters def define an era or define a decade. There's always those de defining moments. You know, the Vietnam War, you know, that defined that era. You know, Black Panthers, whatever, you know, all that stuff. There are things that happen in all these eras throughout American history that define that era, like a crisis that happens that defines. We're in this era we're living in now, we're literally dealing with every single possible crisis and disaster all in one era. Like, what's going to define this decade? being forcefully locked down, being forced to have vaccines in your face, massive economic unrest, inflation, disastrous foreign policy. We're going to see an increase in terrorism. That's just a fact. We're going to see that, whether it's in Europe or not. Black Lives Matter rioting, elections being stolen. Whether you're on one way or the other, you still think something got stolen. We're dealing with, and I'm probably there's probably a few in there that I'm not even mentioning. The complete takeover of corporate media. By the left, we're dealing with almost every single crisis all within one era. And these people are so delusional that it's still Trump's fault. Biden gave the order. Completely delusional. Biden was attempting to pull us out of a hole that Trump dug. Last time I checked, I can't, maybe I'm wrong. But I do not remember these issues when Trump was president at all. I just simply I don't. Now you got hundreds of thousands, probably millions of refugees fleeing that country as it's going to be run by the Taliban. We've got Americans still trapped there. We've got billions of dollars in equipment in the hands of the Taliban. But that's Trump's fault somehow. You couldn't take the equipment out. You couldn't put the Afghans in a situation where it's more favorable in their favor. You couldn't even take American citizens out of the country ahead of time. You couldn't even protect those who were helping the U.S. government before pulling out. You couldn't do any of these things. It was just a rip of a band. It wasn't even a rip of a band-aid. It's like a rip of, you're ripping stitches out. Now you're bleeding all over the place. Why would you do that? You just sewed my, you just, you, what? Why would you rip the stitches out? And ripping a Band-Aid off is different because you, you, what do you need a Band-Aid for? You rip stitches out. These people still don't realize it. Anyway, guys, thank you for watching and listening. Please drop via like, subscribe, turn the notifications on, do it every single day. Um, listen to the full episode of the show, the Joey Saladino Show, and all the podcast apps. Go rate five stars. 
Um, also, if you guys support me, this show has been getting demonetized a lot on YouTube and Facebook. So it's been making a lot less money because of the situations that we're talking about. So if you do support me, please become a YouTube channel member, a Patreon member, a Facebook channel member, whatever you can do. Greatly appreciated. I run this whole entire show by myself. I got this whole pad, and I literally use this pad to record, unrecord, jump from screen to screen. I'm a producer. I edit this show. I do it all. <laughs> I should give myself credit. <laughs> the credits. Host, editor, producer, social media manager of it all. One man show. Thank you for watching, listening. Peace out.